Welcome to the Prolific Pulse Poetry Podcast. This is your host, Lisa Tomizanafeld. Today, as our guests, we'll have Chuck Zero and Bill Cushing. They grew up across the street from each other nearly 50 years ago, and they have gotten together to present a show consisting of Bill's poetry and Chuck's musical musings. The two reconnected at the end of 2015 when Bill presented a reading commemorating his publication in an anthology called Stories of Music. Now, their mutual love of music has brought them together to offer a unique look at the world through the marriage of music and writing the two have called Notes and Letters. Bill is an MFA graduate from Goddard College in Vermont, has lived in the Los Angeles area for 20 years, and teaches English at area community colleges. He has been publishing professionally since 1987 and began poetry as a serious avocation two years later. Chuck is a guitarist who plays jazz, blues, Brazilian, and various other musical genres. He earned his BFA in musical performance and arranging at the City University of New York, the City College during Gil Evans' tenure as artist-in-residence from 1987 in 1983, and he also plays stand-up bass and worked as Eddie Arnold's guitarist until 1992. He moved to the area in 1991 when he began his family. Now their mutual love of music have brought them together to offer a unique look at the world through the marriage of music and writing called Notes and Letters. Last March, the two performed during the open mic segment of the second Sunday Poetry Series held at the Studio Theater in Los Angeles. Based on that, they have secured their first standalone show, which will be held at the Bolton Hall Museum on the afternoon of Sunday, July 24th, and is being sponsored by the Village Poets of Sunland. All right, Bill and Chuck, it's great to have you here today. So excited. I, I'm just really excited to see this background of Chuck um, and all these beautiful babies he's got lined up. Do <laughs> you have a name for all of your guitars? Uh, the, the primary ones that I play, I do have, I have little nicknames for them. Oh. Depending on how well, how well behaved they are. <laughs> That's wonderful. What's your favorite, the name of your favorite guitar? My favorite name is uh, this one over here. Uh, well, you can't. Called Wes for West Montgomery. Oh, nice. That one uh, here. This one. Oh, what a beauty. Oh, love it. My, one of my favorites. Yeah, it's around back. Beautiful. Well, Billy, you've been on here before. You oh, were yeah. talking about your other poetry book and that, and you've got a new book of poetry out, and I just want to hear about what's going on, so just jump right in and start talking. Well, I guess Update me. Is, uh, Chuck and I, and this is not so much related to the new book, this is to our own work together. Uh, we're scheduled to play uh, on May 7th up in Altadena uh, at their annual Lit Fest uh, in, our, in our persona as notes and letters. So 
That's the name we operate under. Chuck is the notes, I'm the letters. <laughs> <laughs> and you have known each other for 50 years or so, eh? Yeah, it's going on 50 years now. Did you keep up with all those years or were there gaps of time? It's more than that because we didn't see each other for 45 years. Okay. So we've known each other, yeah, 50 plus years. Um, yeah. Well, now it's easier that we know we're, you know, pretty much in the same area. Okay. And how did you come about deciding to do this project yeah. together? I, you can blame Chuck for that. So that's his idea. Uh, what? <laughs> no, that's true. Uh, you want to tell it? Uh, okay. Well, what happened was uh, I got a message one day on my Facebook messenger from somebody who was in, on my Facebook list. And it was from Bill. And it said, is that you? And I was, I said, wait a minute. That says William p cushing and i thought is that bill cushing from across the street i hadn't seen him since probably 1972 or something so um anyway i responded back i said yeah it's chuck from across the street and uh he said well i have a book opening uh over there on la brea at this uh bookstore it was about two thirds 2013 and uh, he said, why don't you come down and uh, have a coffee? And I I came down, I met Bill and his wife. And uh, and then I, as I was leaving, I said, hey, maybe sometime I, I could bring my guitar and improvise uh, to your poetry. I play jazz guitar and uh, see how it goes. So Bill said, that sounds like a great idea. So uh, I uh, got together with Bill and then we did a performance at uh, the Ruth... Uh, uh, Ruth Dennis um, Theater in mm -hmm. Studio City. I think that was the first one we did, Bill. Right? Yeah, with the second the second Sunday's readings, yeah. Yeah, and that was yeah, it. Every second Sunday of the month, this guy holds a reading and features. But he also has open mic, so we stepped in on the open mic. And then it really grew from there, because remember that was when, um, I think it was Mirak? was the one who came up and said, hey, call me. We'd love to feature you guys. And we ended up at a small museum in the Sunland Tahunga area. That's and right. We grew from there. We started making a playlist, you know, um, you know, trying to get ourselves booked in as many places as we could. We haven't been able to do much lately, well, partially because of the lockdown, but also because Chuck is now traveling between here you know los angeles and new york quite a bit so yeah i i came back around uh march of 2020 because my my parents were uh going through a bit because uh my dad had a heart uh uh stent put in and i was trying to keep him out of going in the nursing home because he was 87 at the time and then this thing happened where they were uh you know it was really risky to go to the hospital right so i did my best to take care of him and then when my uh uh he passed but uh, not from covid but he had his heart condition so after that uh i figured well i better stay and help my mom even though my mom doesn't need my help she's more capable than i am she's 89 she's going to be 89 in a few days but uh she still works she's a parliamentarian but uh 
I have three brothers. So I decided, well, you know what I'll do is I'll stay here in New York. And then uh, my kids are uh, are spread out over the, my son is still in LA and my daughter's in Austin. So I decided I'd stay here and, and help out with my, so I'm here like two thirds of the year in New York. And then the rest in, in, uh, in Los Angeles. So that's I'm how sorry that to hear about your father, but I'm glad that you're able to be there and help out mom. So that's wonderful. Oh, thank you. Yeah, he had a great full life. No, no regrets. He great guy. And uh, it was good to uh, to be with him. And uh, uh, but everything worked out with that. Uh, uh, like I said, and but but my mom, uh, uh, I'm just here to make sure she doesn't, you know, she has a tendency to uh to shuffle with her feet, you know? And I was just like, mom, just pick up your feet when you walk. And, uh, but other than that, she travels. She goes to Orlando for conventions. She cool. works for the, she works for the United States uh, USA Kennel Club. Okay. She's, that's one of her clients. She's, a, she's a, a parliamentarian, which is like a secretary that takes all the minutes. And uh, she's the bad cop at those meetings. <laughs> By the way, I was going to say, I think Chuck is also there uh, for her, for his mom's cooking. Yeah, her, oh. I, I, I gained 40 pounds <laughs> in two years with all her ideas. Of, she's what we call the car buster. She, there's a way to slip in some extra carbs. She knows how to do it. So, she, she's got it all figured out. Because my my dad was uh, Italian stock, and my mom's German and uh, Irish, and between the three of them, man, that it's like the we call it the anti keto diet. You know, it's got the <laughs> pasta <She's>... going, schnitzel, <laughs> throwing the towel. Yeah, I, I gave up. So anyway, so yeah. forty pounds later, and uh, <laughs> here we are. Where were That's we, Bill? <laughs> <laughs> oh well bill um I, what would you i know you mentioned something about you had some videos that you wanted to share yeah, that uh, kind of chuck and i were well because this is more promotion of our show coming up i mean certainly uh, we can get into my new book but the, i thought just to let people hear what we do we have created a youtube channel um and i'll start actually since Chuck is and and I are both big jazz enthusiasts. Um, <clears throat> thought I would start with the with a um, jazz related piece we've got. And so what I'll do? Uh, sorry, that's okay. YouTube always requires you to go through a bunch of other stuff to get to what you want. <laughs> well, the fact that they're throwing ads on our channel makes me feel good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So what I need to do is uh, uh, Yeah, I subscribe to your channel. Sorry. Oh, thank you. Yeah. That's uh that's what it's all about now on YouTube. I'm just learning about how it works. Getting <laughs> subscribers and getting in the algorithm. Yes. Yeah. So that's that's the uh and getting likes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but this piece is um, one of my uh, earlier poems. Well, actually, all of them are fairly early, and this was actually in the uh, both the former life and the music speaks book. But uh, I will let 
the piece itself to the top. Listening to Bird, flying through scales, he did the impossible, stretching staccato sounds, stopping only to change direction. He found places in his search for every note not imagined, leaving chromatic gravity, breaking confines, shooting up into infinity. Then he rested, hanging on a single random chord, bending branches of music, but never breaking them, lingering wherever he chose, staying just long enough to make it his territory and his alone. That's wow. And I'm not sure which tune it is, but I think Chuck incorporated a, a Charlie. That Clark. was Embraceable You. Embraceable but you. it was his interpretation, and I took it off of uh of an album he did. But I did I I did my interpretation of his interpretation, <laughs> and uh, it came out because he plays on out. Al he played it on alto, so I when I did it on guitar, I said, well, I have to have. I have to think like I'm an alto player, like Charlie Parker, and I try to like channel that energy, you know, how to get it real light. It's like this light, airy thing that I hear it that way as a light, like uh, touch, uh, not real uh, uh, heavy. So I tried to do that when I'm doing it. So. And then I thought when Bill said he was going to do the piece about him, I said, well, let me take this, uh, go find a one little snippet of his, of a solo that he did that I thought fit the the poem. So then I improvised it and fit it. And we, we did that together uh, live when we recorded it. So it wasn't really mixed or anything. We just did it. And then it was that, that was the first take we did. Right, Bill? I think, I think we got it right away. Yeah, one take. That was well done. I enjoyed that. Thank you. Yeah. So, so let me throw one more in, as long as I've got the hang of this, I hope. Uh, Chuck and I, and of course, we're both on the coast, but having grown up in New York, we, we both lived on the water. I think our houses were basically a block away from uh, the shoreline, but of course, the dock was on the other side of town. But But at any rate, you know, being on the water has been a big influence for us growing up. And so uh, let me, I'll throw this up and uh, let's see. It is here. And this is another one of ours that I think works very well. Pelicans. Slowly circling, the pelican drops like a stone into water. Then climbing the air, he stops and with a single motion of wings, glides on the wind. Is that your photography? Actually, this is our channel was basically visually put together by one of my former students. Uh, and he collected some of the pictures we got to him, but he collected the others. And then, of course, he's got the video clips. Of that. Yeah, he did a really great job. That's uh, Kevin yeah. Car Kevin Cardenas. Cardenas, yeah. Hang and on, my mom's calling me. Just one second. I'm sorry. No Bye. problem. 
on, uh, I'm but, on the uh, yeah, he, um, sorry. You know, I, I, we were looking to put it together. So, and, yeah, uh, my this was sort of his line of work. I said, well, you know, can't offer you a lot, but at least you'll get a resume, you know, some resume materials. <laughs> so he was happy to do it. Uh, I think we traded out for, uh, we took him out to dinner and then took him sailing a few times. So. <laughs> it, it was it was great work and uh, at minimal expense. <laughs> <laughs> well, that works out fine. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, what is on your plate now? What would you like to do? Well, like I say, uh, we're looking forward to this uh, this show. And and by the way, and I I think let me see if I can get this in there. This is the uh, a book we designed that accompanied. By the way, that is one of Chuck's bass guitars posing in the background. That's a, a, a bass violin. A bass violin. Yeah, oh. that's they're upstairs, and I have one in L.A. as well. Wow. But. Uh, yeah, the, uh, of course, I've got the new book out, the uh, just cage of little cage of bone. Uh, I'm certainly happy to talk about that. But uh, I thought it's always interesting this this blending of music and and, and voice. It is it's fascinating. Yeah. I wish I'm going to go to your YouTube and I'm going to watch all of the videos after this because <laughs> and share them because I, I yeah. love this. Show. Yeah, well, some of them are, and, and we're trying to pick the ones for today that are a little bit shorter because, you know, limited time and stuff. But they, they move anywhere from under a half a minute to, I think maybe the longest is two and a half minutes. Mm -hmm. And it's long. Uh, you know, the Miles Davis one, which is a longer piece, Cuscanos, which is about Cusco and Peru. Uh, but we will be adding some new stuff from the new book, too. Uh, you know, we're... Uh, I have pieces in that book that we wanted to kind of feature the show coming up in May. But, uh, yeah, here's a picture that we have of y'all doing oh, the yeah. meeting. Uh, that was uh, at the Sweet Coffee House. Yeah. Are those well attended? Did a lot of people come? Um, actually, we we when we played there, it was more a captive audience because we just sort of came in and set up shop. <laughs> <laughs> But no, we had some good turnouts for those. Uh, I think the one that we got the best turnout at was the uh, Bolton Museum show we did, where the, uh, the, the of course it was a sponsored show, so uh, you know they did as much advertising, if not more, than we did. Right. Yeah, they do that here in, in Raleigh. They have at the art museum on Friday nights. They oh, bring yeah. in different groups and that and. Uh, yeah, I could see that to be very well received. You should come to Raleigh and do your you presentation go. at the Museum of Art. <laughs> be great. Yeah. I have a very good friend of mine lives, um, where is he? I think he's near Chapel Hill now. Yeah, it's just down the road. Yeah. yeah. In fact, actually, one of my most fun weekends was in, uh, was it Lumberton or Parkton? I think it might have been Parkton. Uh, I'll have to send you. I, I I did actually write something up on that, so maybe I'll send you the text of a, a you know, a nonfiction piece. Okay, awesome. I'll send that to you for your reading pleasure. Okay. But, uh, yeah, like I say, yeah, I'm obviously I'm also trying to uh, sell the new book quite a bit. Uh, that one is just 
just a little cage of bone. Right. Which uh, was came from the Southern Arizona Press. And, and I always like to tell people such a deal at $7. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if anybody's interested, it is on Amazon. And it's a full collection. Obviously, the smaller book is just a collection of, I don't know, maybe 15 poems of mine, if that many. Who designed the cover? Hmm? Who designed oh, that cover? This one? Yeah. Actually, uh, I put it together, but the uh, the cover art, uh, and let me throw this out. I'm trying to remember. I think it's called Cam camstock.com, I think is the name of the, the uh, business. Mm -hmm. um, I was trying to, I wanted to get something that fit the title. Um, the title of the book actually comes from a Donald Justice poem where he, he and actually it's where he retells the old, uh, I think it's a, what is it, a Mesopotamian parable about meeting death. And one of the lines in Justice's poem was how death held his, held out his hand and he called it like a cage of bone. Um, or like a little cage of bone. And I wanted that illustration uh, because honestly, the book is, look, I just passed 70. It, it's just me looking back at life more than anything else. Um, even though you could argue the first book was that, that was called The Former Life, but this is, this is a little bit different in that it's not as truncated or delineated as the other one. But um, I went to this website and <clears throat> to get copyright use of that photo of that illustration it cost me eight dollars um so i said well the artist i wanted to use locally was not available to do what i wanted to do i said this looks good it fits in with the title nicely um and so i went with that by the way that's i, I like to say that's my challenge to people is uh if you want to make the artwork cost me more than the eight dollars i paid i have to sell five hundred thousand copies of the book so if anybody would like <laughs> to, I, I will happily pay the extra money <laughs> sell half a million books uh, but uh, but it is available on amazon as well as through myself and and, uh, and i think also the publisher southern arizona press has it available on their website too so I'll be sure to look that up and put the links in the show notes. Now I see that you're having this um, this festival coming up May the seventh. Yeah. May seventh at, at three thirty in the afternoon. It's at the it, it's a it, it's funny. It used to be called the pa the the Pasadena Lit Fest, but they're moving most of it to Altadena, which is just a little bit north of Pasadena. Um, and from what I understand, most of the exhibits and presentations will be at the mausoleum. Um, so um, this is uh, going to be um, our sort of return. I mean, we haven't had much of a chance to do any live performances. So it, it it's going to be fun. It's going to be scary because we haven't been able to practice the new pieces. And I think our plan right now is to get together Sunday morning before the show and do a run through. So yeah, do a run through. It'll be, uh, yeah, it'll be, you know, literally by the seat of our pants, I guess. Well, not literally, obviously. But, uh, 
Well, sometimes those of the past. Yeah. The spontaneity of it all sometimes yeah, and, and it's adds. Yeah, it's freewheeling anyway, what we do. Yeah. We already bring the talent anyway. Yeah. You know, between the, the music and the poetry, you already have the talent there. It's just, you know, taking a risk and just doing it. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Make it look make it look easy, even though you might be sweating. <laughs> well, I've truly enjoyed talking with you guys. I, I wish that I lived close enough to go to one of your shows. So I hope that they'll record them. Um, we will put them up well, on YouTube. Gonna, hopefully, in fact, I haven't talked to Chuck about this yet, but now that you mentioned it, hopefully we can get his son up there and get him to record it or, or something. Yeah, that would um, be a good idea. We'll put him to work. Yeah, yeah. If I yeah. can, what I'll do is before we close out, I will read one piece. Okay. Of from the new book, and I think we're planning on. I don't see it on our playlist. Maybe we're not going to do this one, but this is one that comes from a new book, and it's definitely. And Chuck basically, I, I have to credit him. He's sort of the impetus behind this. Uh, we were talking about having grown up in the neighborhood, and, you know our memories of it and that sort of thing. And this poem came out of this, and this is in the new book, and it's called First Work. At 10, I sought my first paycheck from Mr. Kunzler, the old man across the street, wheezing on a porch stoop, laid low by emphysema. I'd hear his body struggle, trying to sing songs he'd sung when young, now chained to heavy tanks to inflate his lungs. Each Saturday, he'd sit behind a roll-top desk, retrieve his ledger to sign the check. I earned dragging their two metal trash cans to the curb three times a week. When needed, I'd cut the grass, shoveled snow from the walk. His signature scrawled and jagged, the only flourish he had left in him, but a half century before he'd been a warrior, a Basque who'd fought Franco, an armed fury riding horseback through the forests or across mountains that spanned the Spanish border. On days he wasn't hindered by breathlessness, he'd recall those years, invading the plains, then sleeping on stone beds or hiding huddled around clandestine fires set after scaling those coastal steps. Once he croaked the words, Asca Satuna, Eta Heralda, freedom and country. And in that moment, his face brightened, his back straightened, and he seemed to shed age. Often, my job done, his wife of 60 years sat with me at their kitchen table. She poured homemade lemonade, fed me slices of burnt cheesecake from our country, she'd say, her aged eyes fixed on her own distant memory. After he died, she tripled my pay to thank me for returning her husband a measure of pride. Oh, that's really nice. That, okay. that was, technically was my first paying job. Right. I think I was 13 or 14 at the time. Yeah, big memoir poem. I really like that. Chuck, do you write poetry of any kind or songs um, or? I uh, I do I do compose music, and but I do when I do it, I hear like a story in my head, almost like a 
I'm hearing like a like a dialogue, and then mm -hmm. the somehow the melodies, uh, to me sound like somebody's speaking. It's like a dialect or a language. Mm -hmm. It's almost like synesthetic in a way. It's like you're hearing words, but you hear it in a melodic form on an inch in an oral way on the instrument. So it's like you're giving a melody to a story, you're telling a story, but it's uh it's a different uh uh I guess it's a different genre in a sense of putting a melody and then having it can you know people usually a lot of times they get a uh, dialogue and then they put a melody to it. Sometimes mm -hmm. uh, I just come up with a melody and then I'll think in my head, well, what would the, what would the words be? You know, it's uh, oh. it's pretty abstract. But... I like it though. I mean, it, it makes yeah. sense though when you think about it. It's like the music is calling for the words instead of the words calling for the music. Exactly. Yeah. So that's it's it's an interesting phenomenon. Yeah. Oh. Well, fellas, thank you so much for coming on here today. I know you're always welcome to knock on my door and um, wish the best for you. Come to Raleigh, come to Chapel Hill. Um, thank you. Uh, love to, to have you all here and uh, go see you live. So we have lots of places to do, lots of venues. Yeah. On the first Friday, when all the art museums are open. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you all so much, and you all have a blessed day. Thanks yeah. for giving us the Thank call. Thank you. Thank you.